We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, Michael's back. Uh Uh-huh, Michael's back. You know what time it is, right? It's that time I love every Sunday night because the last hour is all about meeting and talking with my son, catching up on all the things that's going on with him in Los Angeles and having a great time while we're doing it. Okay, Michael Battle, I am so glad to hear your voice. I'm so glad to be on talking to you, and I'm happy to just (laughs) be in L.A. this weekend because, you know, on the 15th of June, the rules changed. And masks aren't required in, in quite a few places, actually. So whereas the rest of the country has already kind of opened up and you can go into a bar and order a drink in, in a lot of places, here in L.A., as people know, that has not been the case. But this weekend was truly the first weekend people were stepping out. I think last time we spoke, I mentioned to you that, you know, the the dance floor nightclubs opened Tuesday night at 12.01. No, so I think it was Monday night at 12.01 a.m., that continued into the weekends, and I'm telling you, people were in the streets. Wow. Okay, so how many are you talking about, if you were to just make a guesstimate? So I went to two different bars, uh, both with, well, one was more a bar, one had a dance floor and a bar, um, on Friday night. And the first place I, I, I'd never been to, my friend Marcus wanted to go, so I wanted to go check it out. The second place is called Akbar. I've been there before. It's in East LA. And it's, it's an old building. It has a pretty decent amount of space. And I've been there a couple of times. It's a little packed. This was wall to wall people. There was a line going down the block to get into anywhere in LA, uh, basically on Friday evening. But for this one place, uh, Marcus and I waited in line and we got to the front of the line. And they had the door open and you could hear, you could hear rather, you could feel this rush of hot air from the inside hitting your face because it was warmer inside than it was outside, which it says a lot because it was warm that night. And it was just this instant reminder uh, that, oh, yeah, that's inside air. That's what that feels like. <laughs> and we're about to walk in. Oh, and I'm breathing and, that. Yeah. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breathe that. I'm going to be in the sea of inside air. There's literally people. It's wall to wall. And we're like, all right, we're doing this. We're going to go in there without a mask on. And went inside, and it was Marcus's first time. I said, hey, let me show you the other parts of it. Here's the dance floor. And we go to the back, and there's like a bar area to the left, a dance floor to the right. But there was no separation between the two because there were so many people. And we both got back there and said, this is too much. Now, th- now that's a big moment because I, <laughs> I am an extrovert, and I'm, I'm like, you know, packed dance floor. <laughs> I'm there. I'm ready <laughs> for <laughs> it. <laughs> I love that. 
But being in the house for 15 months, it changes you, and you, you kind of have to ease back into it. And that, I mean, again, it's been so strict here in Los Angeles. So we went to a less crowded part of the bar, uh, got a drink, kind of cooled down, and then slowly eased our way back into the dance floor. I mean, cut to an hour later, we were on the dance floor going, and, 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 you know, having a great time. But it just took a little bit to get used to the idea of being in that space, seeing faces. Uh, I, I did see a, a couple friends of mine, and that was really cool to, to, to see them there. And like, oh, yeah, that's what, that, that's what used to happen. You would go out to a bar, and you would see friends of yours, you know, in, in L.A. So that was the beginning of it. Um, and it's, it's strange and it's extraordinary. And there's a whole slew of other, uh, places that are favorites of mine, bars and restaurants I have yet to go to without a mask on. Um, I still have it with me. It's in my pocket the whole time. Uh, but it's starting, you know, and I, I hope this goes well. I hope that, that, that the vaccines continue to protect us against the variants as they are right now, which is great. I hope we can all stay open. I hope people can, you know, continue washing their hands because, you know, if nothing else, I've really enjoyed um, not ever getting a cold or flu for the past 15 months. I mean, again, it was a terrible time in all of our lives. We lost 600,000 Americans, but uh, there is some pragmatism to what we were doing. And I hope some of that stays in place now. Okay. So then, Michael, as you hear about, you know, the the, the people having to put the mask back on and, and some of those same rules are coming back. Are you at all concerned about all the places that you've been without a mask? Yes and no. So yes, in that, you know, I, I have been deeply concerned about this whole thing and I was overly cautious the whole time. Um, and I feel like there could be a wave in the future. I mean, I feel like the, the, these, these large-scale uh, coronaviruses might just be a part of a society now. Um, and, you know, it's newer to Americans. It's not newer to people in, in mainland China, you know. They, and we've had, of course, other things pop out here um, in, in the States, but not as severe as, as COVID-19. So I know that it could come back, but at the same time, if I know that, and I know that we might have to put masks back on or go back into a lockdown, as happened in France and other places, the UK, et cetera, uh, my theory is I better go out now because <laughs> this is my shot. This is my shot to go out and enjoy myself and experience these things. And yes, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a risk, um, but I have to believe that the vaccine is going to protect me. Or if I do get it, that I wouldn't die or end up in the hospital. You know, the science suggests that. So if that's the case, I'm going to be out and have fun while I can because who knows what's coming up. Well, I tell you, um, this whole thing as is, is it unfolds, I mean, I could not find a place for us to go this weekend and be on a patio. Everything was packed in the Twin yeah. Cities. I'm talking about from Woodbury to, you know, Edina. Um, I just couldn't find a place. And even when I went to Wyzetta one day last week, it just jam packed. Everyone's out on the patios. They're in the restaurants. It is packed. So I understand how you feel when all of a sudden they turn around and say, yeah, we got to start going back to some of these, you know, COVID protocols, although you are fully vaccinated and they're saying, I don't know if you read this from the CDC, but they're saying, look, you can get the Delta if you're fully um, vaccinated. However, it will feel more like a really light cold. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to put you in the hospital. When I read that, I was stunned that they were able to say that, to actually write that down and to say that. Mm -hmm. But um, 
You know, I I just keep saying to myself, why aren't more people getting vaccinated when you hear these sort of things? I'm still watching people I love and know not get the vaccine. And they have their reasons for that. And I honor that. I don't try my best to, you know, to constantly badger them or go after them and say, you better, you better. I don't try to do that. I try to make sense about it. I try to say why it's important to me and my family. But what is it, Michael, that's stopping young people specifically like Jazzy's generation? I don't know. I I wish I had the answer because if if I did, I would, you know, use it to try to convince them to to, to get the vaccine. And that that was part of the experience too. And I was at the bar or the nightclub, you know, where, where you look around and you know by the sheer mass someone in here has COVID. And you just, you, you, you've got to really trust the science when, when that is in front of you. And there's, there's a high chance that someone has it, doesn't know, or some, because again, you can still, still get COVID-19 if you have the vaccine. You just might not have symptoms, you might not know, especially right. if you're younger and healthier. You know, it might, like you mentioned, it might be like the Delta where it's just like a mild cold. Um, so I hope they get it. Um, I, I hope that, you know, in the future, maybe we won't have to talk about these things like where, 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 uh, if, if, if a new, if, if a new, new coronavirus pops up, you know, people will be more inclined to get the, a vaccine earlier or be more inclined to wear a mask earlier so that it doesn't spread as quickly. I don't know, but I would think that, that, that their generation would have learned, um, from 2020, uh, what needs to happen. But also I will say I'm terrified of children now. <laughs> <laughs> are you really come no, on really. it's it's just that like when i'm out uh, at the mall at the movies and i hear a child cough i just go covid you know because they can't get the vaccine <laughs> oh my god so I just, I just <laughs> see now you're scaring people no 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 look it, it, here's the thing this is what all by my friends who are parents this is what all the parents are dealing with when parents have a vaccine the kids don't and that's just the reality. Like they may or may or may not get COVID, but you know, if they're really young, they can't get the vaccine yet. So when you see a child sick, as children do, that they have to get sick to build their immune systems, and you're a, 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 an adult who has the vaccine who's just going out of the house with, without a mask on, it's a little scary. It's like, oh, your it child sees, take them out, take them out over there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it really is. It is frightening, and I'm worried about my grandchildren. I'm, I know you're worried about your nieces and your nephew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you know they all got sick. All three of them got sick with this, yeah. and and I've seen other children with this where it looks like the eyes are kind of glassed over. You know, like they've been crying, but no tears have fallen. It's the strangest thing, but it, you know, they were tested and Saren was the first one, no COVID, you know? And so you don't, you don't know what to think. What type of virus is this? What is this that's hitting our children right now? So I try to stay on top of all the information, but it really is difficult. So I'm sorry to hear that LA is going right back to some of the protocols they had before. Are you, do you no, have a mask with... Oh, it's not. I thought you said they are. They're going to implement no, no, more of those. It's, it's possible in the future that we may have to go back at some point. And so oh. my, my thinking is I should enjoy life now in case that's going to happen. But right now, no, it's the reverse. If, if you have a vaccine, you can go maskless just about anywhere in California right now. But in a lot of places, they aren't even asking you to, sh- to show proof of the vaccine. So it really is just an honor system. But, yeah, it, it's open. Workplaces. Disneyland, which we can talk about in a second. Uh, it is oh, no. People are out. No, no, not the mouse again. <laughs> <laughs> not the mouse again. Okay, we got to take a break, son. We'll be back in a moment. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is now 1023 here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to the Mom and Michael Hour with my son, Michael Battle, all the way from Los Angeles. It's always so good to hear his voice. I get a chance to, you know, parents, we can tell even in their voice or if we look at them on FaceTime, we can kind of tell what's going on in their lives. And I know he tries to hide things from me sometimes. Doesn't work. Yeah, mom just shows up. So anyway, (laughs) my son, Michael, hey, now Um, I have to ask you, Michael, you and Joey have always loved um, watches. And of course, I was really into getting the Invicta watches, some of them way out of the price range, and some were very reasonable. And then I come across this article in Forbes today that came out on June um, 15th, okay? So just, just a few days ago. Jacob and Company teams with Universal Pictures and produces a $580,000 Fast and Furious Twin Turbo watch. Great. Let me go buy one right now. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so... Let me just write a check for that. That's fine. I think it's insane. I mean, I I just couldn't believe it when I I read this. Had you heard about it? I have not not heard about it, but you said $580,000 watch, right? That's what I said. I mean, that's there. There are extreme watches that go for a million, but I'd say like on on the ultra high end watch market, that's mm-hmm. usually around twenty plus thousand. You know, thirty thousand. That, that's usually what a really really nice watch would run you. I mean, I, I I'm I'm assuming it has a bunch of diamonds on it and opal and other things that are extraordinarily expensive and probably made, you know, by some expert. Um, watch person. That's crazy. And I'll add, you know, I was, I'm bigger into watches than Joey is. He doesn't normally wear one, but he got the Apple watch and I'm jealous now, mostly because first of all, he has Mickey Mouse on the front of his Apple watch. And if you tap it, Mickey will tell you the time. <laughs> That's adorable. In the, in the voice of Mickey? In the oh, voice God. of Mickey Mouse. Goes, it's seven o'clock. And I'm like, well, I want that. And then it has all these cool apps that like, tells you to breathe tells you to stand up and walk around. I definitely need someone to tell me, like, especially when I'm working during the week, hey, you should breathe and stand up from your desk. That's useful. And then you can change the bands on an Apple Watch. And so they put out, put out a really cool pride band. 
And he put that on and was writing that all weekend long. And I'm like, well, I'm jealous <laughs> of how versatile the Apple Watch is. Oh, come on. First of all, Michael, we are not going to talk about the mouse tonight. I am sure you guys have been to visit the mouse several times, but we're not going to talk about that tonight. No, (laughs) too much more. Too many things we can talk about. I refuse to talk about the mouse. So no need to bring it up over the Apple Watch. Do you have an Apple Watch? I don't have one because they still kind of, they terrify me. It's just, I mean, my phone does the same thing as the watch, but there's something about the watch being able to do all those things and having your pulse and your temperature and your oxygen right. levels. And, it and could zap you off. or something, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's a lot. And you're, again, your phone can do a lot of that same stuff. So my, my concern about, about an Apple Watch is irrational. Um, so I don't have one. I don't plan to get one. But I am a, a little jealous of, of the functionality. And look, I agree with you. I think we should definitely not talk about my first time at Disneyland yesterday without a mask on. Hey, stop, stop, stop. Wait a minute. No, no. Cut him off, Jonathan. No. No. I definitely Uh -uh. don't want to talk about the picture I posted on on Instagram. This black woman, this black woman is going to send you a a box full of slaps. No, no, absolutely not. It's so not right. It's it's not right. It's not right. right. Hey, did you watch any basketball tournaments, by the way? No. Why not? Why have I ever? No. In my life? (laughs) But neither have I. But I've been watching them. Really? I mean, I watched quite a few. I did. It was so impressive. I could actually talk to, you know, any man in the family. You know, and just kind of bring it up. Women, too, like your Aunt Janice and your grandmother, love these tournaments. <clears throat> right? I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry Michael. Them? I believe this is where I'm supposed to step into the conversation right now. I don't think what, so. What no, you're late. You you're German? late. You're, oh, no. Oh, no. The, the, come on, the basketball tournaments, man. You, you, you know, those tournament things <laughs> that happened the other day with the people. And the, no, the I'm ball. not kidding you. I watched about seven games. I'm impressed with me. You know what? I've watched basketball games with you as a kid. I don't remember that. There, there was a quiz on a Netflix show, and one of the questions was, no, no, sorry, it was on The Circle. And there, there, there was a character on that show uh, posing as a man. It was his wife playing as him. I won't explain okay. how, the, how the show works, but it, 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 okay. it, it's, a, it's a competition based on social media and it's reality. And okay. then... The circle asked this question about who, who were the three basketball players in this picture. And I was like, Michael Jordan, uh, uh, Dennis Rodman. And by default, I, I knew that the third person who I didn't recognize was Scottie Pippen because I mm-hmm. knew about the Dream Team from the 90s because every right. kid in the 90s knew about the Dream Team. And I was like, she should get that right because even I know who those three are. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I had I, I watched some of those games during that time with that team, those people. Obviously, you know, Space Jam was a big hit when I was a kid, and there's a new one coming out um, with LeBron James. I, I think he actually produced it. Um, so I have some awareness, but I went to high school basketball games. You know, that's just supporting your your peers, but professional, I not really it. But it is fun to see in person. That I will do. Uh, I, I had a chance. Um, your, your aunt Salois got me tickets to go see. Um, gosh, what do they call that at at Staples Center, where you go and get to see the guys kind of playing around and they're standing on the court. And I, mean, I saw Yah. What is his name? Yah Wang. Um, Jonathan, real oh, tall Chinese. Uh, you're talking about Yao Ming. 
Yao Ming. Thank you very much. I actually saw him like, don't laugh. Do not laugh at me. There are a lot of women that are into sports, you guys. Stop it. A, no, this, this is not a gender thing. This is just me and you trying to sound like we know what we're talking about. And Jonathan cackling in the background. <laughs> he actually knows what he's talking about. That's what this okay. is. Okay, we I have to take a break. I cackling. I, I would say <laughs> chuckling very loudly. I mean, I, oh I, I'm referencing gosh. 90s basketball players to be like, I know things. You know, it's just it's sad. <laughs> you know, the L.A. Lakers, it was terrible in the tournament. And then I got to see the L.A. Clippers and Philadelphia. And but wait, that you even Brooklyn call L.A. And... Lakers instead of just the Lakers says everything. <sighs> really? Right, Jonathan? Jonathan? I will allow this. Come on, I'm your I friend. will allow Thank this. You. because Because there are... Okay, if you don't know sports, you may know the Lakers, you may know like the Dallas Cowboys, you may know the New York Yankees, but for people out there to follow sports casually or less, I allow that. That's fine. No, seriously, I did watch some great teams play. I mean, the games were... Yes. Oh, man, I was so... It was intense. And if you were back here in the studio tonight, you would have seen me with... The basketball game that just ended on between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks. And, and then you won? would have watched, you would have been able to say, I watched another game. Exactly. Who won? Which, of course, which of course Jonathan couldn't watch because he was working, you know, so carefully <laughs> producing the show. So he didn't see it. Did we get audio on the air? Did oh. you call, call me right now. Tell me, did we get the audio from the station from Gerilyn and all her guests and all her, all this stuff? Did we get that on the air? We are oh good, gosh. people. We're good. We have to take a break right now. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> it is now 1037 here at WCCO as we move towards um, ending this show tonight. I love this hour. It is with my son, Michael Battle, all the way from Los Angeles, as well as Jonathan Lowe, our in-studio producer. Um, it's just remarkable how many movies there are being released right now, Michael. And I know you have a few that you want to talk about. But I sent you some of the theatrical releases, like uh, Summer of 85 and Luca. Everybody's talking about Luca. Um, early access to movies like uh, Dream Horse and... Uh, Rogue Hostage and more. And then you have new releases like um, Wrath of Men and um, Spiral from the Book of of Saw and Four Good Days. And then we go on to see Father's Day films and it just goes on and on and on. What are you thinking now about a lot of the films that are being released and then some of those that remind us of the good days like Father's Day. And by the way, did you call your father for Father's Day? I did. Uh, You know, he is dealing with his father today, who is not very well. So I did, didn't get a chance to speak to him, but hopefully I'll get a, get a chance to talk to him tomorrow. Um, oh. Movies. So many coming out. But, of course, you know why. Because they didn't come out last year. So what's happening now is all the films that were, that were scheduled to come out in 2021 are already on the calendar. And many of those got moved around because all the big studios had huge releases that were that were meant to come out in 2020 that, of course, they weren't going to release. Now, a few of them, of course, got released on Disney Plus or on HBO Max, uh, either uh, they are only at first or at the same time that they were in theaters. That, of course, was a big discussion um, earlier this year with, with you know, the, the huge, huge films being in both places at the same time and how would that work with, with theaters. But now that more theaters are open around the country, especially in the big cities on the coast, 
uh, people are much more inclined to go see a movie. So there's just there's too much content between all the movies that are coming out, all the TV shows that had had their production paused and whose release dates are now pushed into this year. You simply cannot watch all the TV and see all the movies. And I'm a person, as you know, all the years that we've you know, been on this show together, um, I've seen a movie almost every single weekend for 13, almost 14 years. And even I feel like this is just too many films. I'm actually behind schedule. As I mentioned last time, I still haven't seen Fast and Furious. Uh, the other films that I watch on a streaming service at home because it was just more con- convenient to see, to see it there as opposed to finding a time to see it in theaters. Um, but there's some huge movies coming out. Obviously, the, the, the Marvel films like The Eternals that got pushed, and that, that's coming out this year. But then Matrix 4 is coming out. Um, you know, some, some big titles. Black, uh, Black Widow, that was, that was supposed to come out last May. A Quiet Place Part 2 came out, I think, two weekends ago. Still haven't seen it. Loved the first one. Was so excited to see the second one, which the second one, I think, was going to release the weekend after the lockdown hit. And so they literally held that film for a actually longer than a year uh, until it, it could go in theaters because the first one was such a big success. So I'm weeks late. Normally a big film like that, especially a sequel to a film I loved, I would have long since seen it and, and talked about it with you. Um, but the film I'm probably the most excited about for this year is Dune. I loved the original oh, wow. 1984 Dune. You know we did. I, you know we did. Love that movie, even though it's not a perfect film. I know it's a little rushed at times. I, I, I never read the book either, but that movie I just thought was magical. I really hope this new one uh, does the story justice. Yeah, I do too. I think they've had, what, six iterations of this movie? <laughs> it just well, seems no, like there was a, the a lot. Film, there was a TV show in the 2000s um, with uh, McIntyre, the guy from X-Men. Oh, I don't know. I can't think I of remember. his name. Anyway, he was in it back in the day. I think it was in the early 2000s. There was a Dune TV show on Sci-Fi Channel that I'd never watched, but it got you know mid-level reviews. And that's it, as far as I know. So just those two attempts at making this into a show. And so now this is a big blockbuster remake of the original film. The trailer was amazing. And I just hope that they stay true to... I say the roots have again the roots having not read the book. The roots for me are the movie, which the true fans know, you know, took took some licenses away from the the original story that's in the book. But I'm excited for it. I love big movies, and there's just going to be so much to see. And you know, I, I, Ryan the Last Dragon came out a few a few months ago. Disney. I haven't even seen it. I have Disney Plus, and I still haven't watched it because I just haven't had time. Right. So, and that's the thing. You know, all these movies are coming out now, which is good. And I think it's going to bring people back into the movie theaters. You agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, people, again, people are in these streets. <laughs> they are yeah. out. They're going to clubs, restaurants, movie theaters, the mall. They are shopping. We are, we are Americans are spending money like, like, I mean, I won't say like, like ever before, because actually they spent quite a bit. Um, during the pandemic online. But now some of that, some of those dollars are shifting into in-person spending, which the economy needs right now. So it's a good thing if those, you know, for those that can do it. Um, but even for Father's Day today, I had brunch with a friend this morning and there were families out for Father's Day with their kids and maskless and eating and people are, you know, going out. There's holidays galore coming up that we can go out and have brunch or dinner or lunch or whatever it is. To, to, to celebrate. And, you know, we have more options than just going to a park or taking a stroll in your neighborhood. So there's right. an exciting future ahead of us. 
Isn't that the truth? And speaking of Father's Day, they suggested some films for Father's Day. And, and, you know, out of four of them, three of them I agree with, which was The Pursuit of Happiness. I think that's a great movie for fathers to watch. Uh, families, period. Mrs. Doubtfire, adorable. Father of the Bride, one and two, you know, great. But the, the, the last one is Taken. Why in the world would we want to oh. watch a movie called Taken on no, Father's no, Day where a father goes a, to find his daughter who was kidnapped, raped, yeah. and all of that? Why would you want to see a movie like that? Such a good suggestion. First of all, it's like the, the guy... Did you say such a good suggestion? I love that movie. That movie put... For Father's Day? Liam Neeson back on the map. Absolutely. because To celebrate whole, fathers. Yes. The whole movie is this man is retired... At home, doing nothing, his daughter gets kidnapped, and he gets up out of the chair, out of retirement, and uses his particular set of skills to save his daughter because of his love for her. And he does it in the most hyper-masculine, just to the point sort of way. He has no, he suffers no fools. He will do anything to anyone to save her. So it, it's truly. Did I ask you, you know, to reiterate the premise of the movie? No. <laughs> no but, it, it's Father's Day. Right. But if you are a father, you're watching a guy movie about how much a man loves his daughter and what he'll do to save her. That is kind of, in a way, the, the, the crux of what, of what the, the day is about. It's about children saying, thanks, Dad, for loving me and supporting me. And here's a movie that that that. that pivots that into something, albeit violent, but very entertaining. I mean, that movie was a huge hit, and I'm a big fan of that one. Tragic. Okay. Have you seen it? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I was terrified. I couldn't sleep for weeks. I mean, I'm a mother of a daughter. Wait, you saw the Come on. Movie? The entire movie from the beginning to the end. Of the first Taken, or was it a sequel? The first Taken. I've watched number two, too, but number one really disturbed me. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> you're, you're telling me you hated it, it was terrible, and then, and then you watched the sequel. Yeah, but the sequel was different. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying, Michael, don't laugh at me. Come on, I don't watch that kind of stuff often. I do not. And I agree with you. He was a strong father, and he did yeah. everything he could to save her, and he eventually found her and, and, and killed the people who stole her and sold her. Spoiler alert. I get Nine, it, four. yeah. Okay, yeah. come on. What what year was that? What year was that? I mean, we we've all lost lost track of time in the pandemic, so it oh, could have been last year. Oh please, no. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to talk movies anymore. This is terrible. Taken was was made in two thousand eight. You would come out and say that, wouldn't you? Two thousand eight. Okay, so much. Taken. Have you seen it? Who? I I haven't seen it. No. Oh well, let me tell you, you should. It's a good movie. Don't do but it. But look, you know what they should have have on that list uh, are, are are not just the you know great fathers, but the but the dysfunctional fathers. They should have Star Wars on there. You know, I are think you that, talking about Darth Vader? Yeah, I mean that whole storyline. Like he has to go kill his father. That's that's a Father's Day film. Are you, you killing? Know? Oh my gosh, you're kidding me. <laughs> this is a joke. A, this is a joke, about, right? Father. No, I need you to tell me this is a joke. This is a joke. He has to he has to love himself and love his father and not hate him because you can't be a Jedi if he hates him. It's it's a whole I think dysfunctional father movies are equally as important. And what other him. dysfunctional movie would you watch? For a fathers? dysfunctional father movie besides that one? Yeah, uh, besides that one. 
I mean, that's, that, a, that's a good version. one. I, I told that's you that was on the one. list. Yeah, that's oh, on the list. Worse. Yeah. Okay. Anything would, else? Would you, I mean, would you, would you watch Big Daddy? Which? Who's in that? Is that the one with the daycare? With uh? No, 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 no. That no. no? That was called Daddy Daycare. Okay, no, Daddy uh, Daycare. That's a no. cute one for Father's Day. Big Daddy was uh, one of the Adam Sandler movies. Oh, I don't oh, think I want to know. Yeah, I've seen it. It's yeah. terrible. Actually, I can't stand that film. But you know what? Annie. Annie's a good film to watch. I, I would go Annie? with that. But I haven't seen the newer one. The you talking money bags, Annie? I don't. <laughs> Daddy Warbucks. The guy who. Ad- yeah, Daddy Warbucks? Yeah, because he, he, he's hardened and then she softens his heart. And that, that's a Father's Day movie, I think. Spoiler, he adopts her. Yep. At the end. You know, because that came out last year, right? The original Annie. Time warp, who knows? But yeah, he, <laughs> that's a Father's Day thing. It's all about business. And she melts his heart, and he adopts her, and he just loves her, and it changes his life. I'm exhausted. Okay, Michael, we have to take a break. And um, <laughs> I think we're coming back. I do. I think so. About that bass, no. I'm all about that bass, that bass, no. I'm all about that bass, that bass, no. I'm all about that bass, 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 bass. Whatever happened to her, Michael? Is she still around? I mean, I'm sure that bass is. <laughs> all I got for that. You know what, though? I should be allowed. I to can't make believe dad it. Jokes. I am not a That's father, just... but it's Father's Day, and dad jokes are allowed. <laughs> I suppose you think Prince Charles should probably have a Father's Day movie about him and Prince Harry, huh? Uh, I mean, well, there's The Crown, that TV show. It's, oh, that's a good point. One could just watch The Crown and all the episodes about, you know, fathers there, because that's a major part of that series, is how dysfunctional that all is. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to lose Black this argument, Panther. aren't I? Black I think Panther. Black Panther is a Father's Day film. Because? Be- because. His, his well, father died. Wanna... You know, went into right, the, but it's the afterworld. The motivation of how he becomes Black Panther is inherited, inherited from him and how he's trying to find inspiration from okay. the spirit of his father and kind of walk okay. in his footsteps to, okay. to, to achieve his greatness and surpass it. And by the way, that's a Disney movie. And I was right. at the parks yesterday, and it was very fun. Wow. Hey, by the way, Shrek, <laughs> would that be a Father's Day movie? Um, you know, I haven't seen all the Shrek films, so... Oh, thank God. Okay, next. Hey, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I've got to get off this subject. You know, my head is spinning. A goopy movie. No. Oh, what's the one where he and his son son go on vacation or something? That was really precious. Goofy and his son go on vacation to Bond. That is one of my favorite Disney animated films. Yes, that is absolutely a Father's Day film. You just can't help it. You love the mouse. I don't get it. <laughs> but it's I'm, bring, I'm bringing Raid when I come to your house. I swear to goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clean out all things mouse. All hey, things. Michael, before yeah. we go, Juneteenth is official. It is now a national holiday. Did you learn about it at St. Thomas Academy or in elementary school? Elementary school. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, that, SDA was not talking about Juneteenth back when I was there. Hopefully they are now, but back then, definitely not. But also, Dad used to take me to Juneteenth, um, uh, the, 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 the block parties for it. So you right. always go to that and enjoy those. 
Right, exactly. And and so you did you celebrate this year now that it's a national holiday? Yes, I was at Disneyland wearing all the rainbows. My gosh. Black and gay during Pride Month on Juneteenth. Absolutely, I celebrated with the mouse. I actually was on uh, Facebook one of the rare times I was on there yesterday, and I saw an update from your son on Facebook regarding regarding June 19th and what it means to be him on June 19th. It was quite colorful. It was a meme. It, it, it isn't mine, but it basically is. I think it's a picture of a drag queen with a beam of light coming from her chest to the sky with a circle of rainbows around her in the dark. And it's like what it means to be uh, uh, to be black and gay on the 19th of Pride Month. And it's just this like, I have the power. It was, it, it was a special day, all colliding into one. And it was just rainbows and Juneteenth and joy. And I loved it. Oh, I'm so glad we've run out of time. Um, I will say this. <laughs> it's too much. It's just too with much. Oh, I believe this is the point in the show where you say, Lord of mercy. Lord, and Lord mercy. have mercy. <laughs> Don't play with that. You're talking to God. Don't play with that. Okay. So Michael, um, did you go to church um, today? No. Did you? No. Alfie? Yeah. I was supposed to. I was going to go to church today. No, seriously. I was going to surprise someone. Well, surprise me next time. I'll see you there. You got a deal, honey. I love you so much. Take care of yourself. I'm never going to buy you a mouse with a, you know, a watch with a mouse on it or anything. So, you know, you can start collecting things and get rid of it. Okay? All right, then. (laughs) I love you, son. Love you, too. Good night, everyone, and thank you so much for sticking and staying with us right here on WCCO Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.